Jordan. I'm Caitlin. I'm Molly. I'm Ellie. I'm Finn. And today we have a special guest. I'm Jack. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about football today. So our first topic will be who we support, who we play for, you know, possibly start a bit of a debate on it as we all support different teams. So uh, I'm Caitlin. I play for Liverpool. I play left back or right back and I support Liverpool as well. Um, I'm the other Caitlin. Uh, I support Blackburn Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> Which I know is Blackburn. a bit mad, yeah. and I can't really Sporting. comment on Premier League football because I don't even support a team in the Premier League. <laughs> but um, I also play for Everton, so I play left back. So me and Caitlin have a bit of a rivalry. <laughs> we play against, we each, play other, against each other. Yeah. I don't play football. <laughs> I did used to, but that was time ago, but not properly. Um, but I do support Manchester United. Boo. Really? Yes. I do not you have that Man United top from years ago, don't yeah. you? <laughs> oh, that's funny. And I was like, no. Yeah. Go on. Uh, I support United as well. I play for a local team at Crossfield, so not quite the Caitlin's level. <laughs> I play right back or centre back. Just anywhere. Just anywhere, yeah. yeah. If you need him, call Sweeper. Him. <laughs> I support Liverpool. Wait. I don't know what the hell goes on in it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, but who have you met? I don't play football either, um, but I do support Liverpool and follow Premier League and Champions League. And basically, I follow all the football that Blackburn aren't in. Uh, uh, Premier League, Champions League, you know, just Club World Cup, either or whatever. Well, United are in that either. Yeah, I know. Not doing very well this season. <laughs> Should we talk about Man United, shall we? Let's start. <laughs> Let, let's let's start. With, actually, let's start with our twenty-two point lead. Yeah, let, let's start with that, shall we? Um, what do you think about your current manager, Jack? I'm not really sure because he sort of seems to do. Well, he's crashed the bus. <laughs> 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 he sort of seems to have a run of good results and then a bad result, but like then he'll be like City or Chelsea and get back into the job again. Yeah. But, and then know. he thinks he's amazing. I know. Yeah, personally, look how far this team has come. When City are putting out their full team, oh know, my god, yeah. look how far it's, we've come. Honestly. I, I don't think he's enthusiastic. When City enough. name 11 men, oh look how far we've come. <laughs> yeah. I, want, I want Pochettino. Do you? Really? Pochettino. Can't even say his name. Pochettino. Pochettino. <laughs> Is he still at Tottenham? No, because they've got JJ Mourinho. Yeah. Oh man, they have, haven't they? They look very similar, you know. No, they don't. <laughs> no, no, not yes, at all. they do. No, they don't. They're both like Jose Italian, aren't they? Nice. Did you guys see Jose's reaction the other the other day to when um, he thought it was a penalty and he stood up and he ran towards <laughs> the fourth <laughs> official? That was funny. That would be yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think about Klopp then? On the other hand, Liverpool's manager. I, I just want to put my opinion out there. I think he's the best manager around. Just want to just so people may disagree with that. He's, but de he's definitely made his mark, hasn't he? Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I think his enthusiasm is what has made this team so good. Um, yeah, um, to be fair, what did he start? Four years ago? Four years ago? Yeah. yeah. And he's built the team though, he's not just yeah. bought loads of amazing players. I mean, he bought, yeah, yeah but he bought Salah when he, he wasn't Marley at his prime. From Southampton. Yeah. Van Dyke from Southampton. We just buy everyone million, from Southampton. Million, yeah, but he's built a team around that. He's like. Hey, Matip was free. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's injured at the moment. Because yeah, he runs like a girl. Have you seen him? Yeah, but he did get played. Then he got injured, and now Gomez has just Matic's completely taken his place. Yeah. Matic's good. We're supposed to have a full side against Norwich. Are we? I think so. Oh, Norwich. Oh. I know. They won't be able to cope. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's move on to the second topic. So we'll talk about VAR and our opinion. I think this is going to be a big one. 
Um, so, Caitlin, do you want to start us off? What's your opinion on VAR? My opinion on VAR. How does oh? it, how does, Should how we does explain it VAR first? first? Let's explain VAR. Yeah, Ellie doesn't actually know what it is, so yeah. it's a so, video assistant referee. So basically, if they think, so every time a goal is scored, they will replay the goal and look at everything before it, leading up to it. So if there's an offside, a foul, anything like that, they will disallow the goal. So it's basically like stopping football from being itself, isn't it? Um, to an extent, yeah, but to an extent, no, because yeah, it's the rules of the game. It is, but at the same time, you're having, you can't celebrate for a goal because you don't know whether it'll be allowed or not. And with know? like some of the offside yeah. decisions, like when you're literally just like you're a tiny yeah, like bit of your shoulders offside, offside off how is that going to give you an advantage in scoring the goal? Yeah, yes. I, don't, I don't think that's a problem with the actual VAR. That's the offside rules. It's a problem with, with the rules of football, yeah. Yeah, but I think what. VAR, I don't think it should be abolished completely. I think it should be uh, just like little changes to it. So like, for example, maybe just only going to VAR if the ref says so. So if the ref says, yeah, I want to have a look at that challenge before, it's like they're doing rugby. Yeah, but like human error, because then, then it'll just be going like, like without VAR, because if you don't implicate VAR without yeah, the but ref. We were, football yeah. was fine before VAR. Yeah, but if, but say, all right, say Liverpool playing against Man United, uh, Salah, plays the ball through to Mane, but there's, I don't know, a foul that someone does on a Man United player to, to regain Liverpool possession when they go on the attack. Oh, no, if I, the, the, ref the, says actual, I the actual yeah. Man United game versus Liverpool, where Origi, oh, yeah. Origi, got Origi got brutally axed in the back. I know. <laughs> like, no, but I think only the ref should call that. So in rugby, something like that happens, the ref will go, or if the ref doesn't know whether it's a try or not, he'll go, right, I want to go to video ref, they'll have a look at that. And if they think, yep, yeah, that's that's a try, they'll go with it. Like, that's what I think should happen. I don't think it should always go to VAR. Like, you know. I just scrapped the sort of the Scotty Park thing where they had the actual referees. I just changed it to, well, it wasn't a World Cup a couple of years ago. They had the um, screen, you got to go to the screen. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's like, should maybe it should just be like a guy, go, a guy pressed a button that it appears on the screen. I think that's another problem that the refs rely on the. the, the what, what what official is it in the VAR room? Just the VAR. Just the VAR assistant ref, isn't it? I think they rely on them too much. I think that it's the ref's game, so they should make the final decision at the end of the day. So I think they the yeah. they, they should be persuaded to go to, to, go, to go to the monitor more often. Yeah, the refs don't really have loads of a job anymore, do they really? They just call sort of fouls even then. It, they, they don't have a decision on red card and yellow because it always goes to VAR. Yeah, yeah. Like, at the know. end of the day, they could just be stood at the side with a whistle. Yeah, that's literally all they yeah. could do. I mean, the linesmen still have their job because, you know, throw-ins and off and off sides. But other than that, so, right, I think it's... You've got... Let, let's do our opinion now. Should Would you rather it be completely gotten rid of or it stays the same as it is? So I would say completely gotten rid completely of. Got if it had to stay the same as it is, I would rather it be completely gone. Yeah. But I would obviously... Rather it just be still there for change. Yeah. Molly, what do you think after what you've heard us say? What do you think? I, I think the same because it's like the rules. Like, do you know what I mean? You have to check yeah. to see because yeah. that's the rules of football. Okay. But in some instances, it is a bit like extreme. Like there's no. Like if, if if you're off by your pinky toe. Yeah, there's no right. need for that. What obviously. advantage is that going to give you? I feel like it's more fun. Football will be more fun without it because you don't have to feel pressure. And stopping after. and starting all yeah. the time. It's not good for the game. Yeah. Okay then. Do you want a time limit on VAR? What do you mean time limit? No, because so when you get refs just washing decisions to get exactly. off being Jack, what do you think? I'm okay. I mean, if I had to choose between staying the same and abolish it, I'd abolish it. Yeah. I think it should change. Ellie? Yeah. Do 
what do you think? <laughs> After what you've heard us say. Well, actually, so so far, Ellie thinks that manager's name sounds like pasta. <laughs> I don't know. Right, so do you think football should be played always being checked every time before a goal? So yeah. you, a goal is, no. Or do you think it should just be played, say, well, I'm offside, but it's a goal. Is that unfair on the other team? Yeah, but, you know, what are you going to do? It's meant to be clear and obvious. It's meant to, yeah. you know. Um, Yeah. That's another thing though, like what what's what is clear and obvious. Um, what the referee can see with his own eyes. To be fair though, I went yeah. I went yeah, on a referee. What the referee but can see with his own eyes, you know, VAR. Exactly. Well that's the only sort of offside though. It's clear and obvious. Yeah. yeah. But what about the handball rule? What about what do we think about handballs this well, season? Handballs this season have been so inconsistent. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's very like, inconsistent. I think I think that like if it if it hits your arm and then is like giving you an advantage, maybe like slows the ball down or like controls it or moves it in a certain direction towards a player. That's a handball because it's it's assisted you. Yeah. yeah. That's what we try to do. We try to change it so if it hits the person's arm and maybe score a goal, then it's handball. But it's anywhere on the arm. Another thing, what do we think about subs having to go off on the nearest side of the I pitch? I don't think. That, I think. Good. I think it's good. I think it's obviously annoying if you are that team because you want to be able to waste time. So people aren't going to agree with it in that sense. But really, when you, if you were the other team, you'd want them to get off as quickly as possible. So you can't really say that. I think it's good, but has it been implemented enough in the Premier League? Because I rarely see the, yeah. the ref going, "Yep, go off on that side," because then that player has to walk. Pretty much around the whole stadium, past all the fans. Yeah, is that imagine, a danger? Imagine if you're an away, an away player. Is that a danger and you've for the got player? To walk, you've got to walk past like all the massive stands yeah. and like other players, and when you've got massive team rivalries like that end in violence yeah. after the games. Yeah. And you've got racism as well in football, which is shocking, but it's still happening, and we can't do anything about that. But we can. We've we've they've done a lot of stuff to stop it, but that it still happens, doesn't it? Um, and I think that's where you're putting your players in danger of you know being attacked by the away fans which is shocking i don't think that should ever happen in football football's a sport that should be played not for fun but you know competitively but to a point where yeah. you know it has to stop it's, it's, a, it's a form of entertainment yeah, but, no, but there's, yeah. there's a difference between competitiveness and like just yeah being yeah, exactly. being violent there's no need for violence illegal basically yeah. Yeah. right like, I, i'm not i'm not saying like be best mates with the person on the opposite yeah. team but have that have that rivalry Respect. but have it to a certain extent Right, moving on to the third topic, but we'll speak about one thing first we get Molly involved. So me and Molly went on a leadership course uh, to Loughborough University. So if we want to speak yeah. about our experience a little. That was like at the start of summer. Like yeah, just before. Just before. Yeah. Um, it was just really like to support, I don't know, it was like... It wasn't just about football, so it was no, like building your leadership yeah, skills. And, and like um, work it like teams. Yeah, it was skills. like gaining your confidence yeah. in front of people. It was, and yeah. it was just brilliant, it was really wasn't good, it? Yeah. It was a three day course, wasn't it? Yeah. Three day? Three days. Two nights. Two nights. Yeah, that days. was it, wasn't it? Two days, two yeah. nights. There but was a thing at the end of it as well, wasn't there? What the thing where you could go to America for the thing? Yeah, so you could get picked to go to America, um, where you could what was it, it to was go visit a university, university yeah um we, we stayed at the loughborough not the actual university but we like yeah just we on the outside there. of the university yeah. we did all of our work inside the university yeah. um and 
I got nominated, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Shame. No, but the the, the uh, our leaders came up to and were like, we honestly thought yeah, we, they were like we, they were, we were so disappointed you didn't get it. I was like, no, it's cool, but um, it's it's fine. It's cooler. It's I was cool. like, no, it's I'm fine. I'm not gonna cry don't tonight. Worry. Don't worry. But everyone was so nice there as well. Because when yeah. we got there, we were like, oh, is everybody gonna be nice? Is everyone yeah. gonna be like competitive? But competitive. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Over, over the American university spot. No, we didn't even know about that, did we? It was just. It was about like, because we, we had football games, obviously, we did play football against each other. Mm-hmm. We learned how to coach, we learned how to ref, you yeah, learned a linesman, didn't yeah. you? There's I'm actually a video that. which we might put up, we could put it on the yeah. Instagram TV, the, the video we went on. Um, Where I do a dodgy forwards roll. <laughs> but it was a really good experience overall. So, third topic, uh, final one for today is women's football. See, we thought we'd make this a topic, seeing as me and Caitlin, obviously, big footballers, and we love football. Yeah. Played it since we were kids. Yep. Obviously, Jack's obviously played it as well. We want to hear his opinion on women's football, because I know he has quite a strong Jack, opinion Jack on it. Jack has strong opinions on, on most everything. Things. On both <laughs> things, yeah. Yeah. Right. Might be a bit of a debate here, Jack. Go on. I would say, if you want the game to advance, stop comparing it to the men's. If you want it to move forward as a sport, stop comparing it to the men. Right. Because surely you can see that the standard's not the same. Surely you can see that the standard's not the same. At the highest level of men's football and the highest level of women's football. Yeah, and why do you think that is? Because we don't have the money to hire the... Yeah, it's not going to change your ability, is it? Yeah, but I have a question. Where are you going to get your money from? I think that what it is, is now, if you look at kids right now, uh, a lot more girls want to play. So that means that there'll be more. It'll be more competitive. People will have to be better to get to the highest level. Because I, I do agree that at the moment, yeah. if you look at professional women now, they aren't as good. But that's because when they were kids, there was no competition. We were we so were playing against. Probably don't yeah. deserve to be playing. We were just playing against boys on the street, weren't we? Playing, like, playing professionally. We were playing against boys on the street that just played it for fun. They weren't trying to get to the top level like us. But now there's girls playing on the street against other girls, not just boys. You know, they're now, also like, playing against boys. Obviously, we like we sometimes play against boys and yep. things like that and we'll absolutely smash them because yeah. there's more, more girls are wanting to play so we're more competitive so our teams are much better and, I think and it's as good. that filters through into adult football I think it's good to difference. see girls playing against boys and showing them that not that they're better but they can put up a fight against them I don't I don't care if a girl plays against a boy and you know can megs them and all this but just so that they have the confidence to play with boys nowadays because I know when I was a kid possibly when you were as well it was quite hard to play with boys on the street because you would just get yeah. made fun of. And I think that's, it's still there now, but like it's improved so much over the past couple of years. Like uh, I remember in primary school, I, I had to play on the boys team because there was no girls team. And But I just think it's improved so, so much. Um, the wage as well. Like I know, I, I, I think it's getting better. better, but I understand your frustration there because no. there's not people watching it. So that wage can't exactly. come in. That's and that, I understand that's what, that. That's, what I'm, that's my point. It's that's the, the fact that um, more way way more money goes into the men's because way more people watch the men's, way more people pay for the men's things. If you know if you know what I mean, like if if you if you see like Old Trafford selling out every time, every single United game, like Anfield selling out every single Liverpool game, like how much money do you think they're making from that one game, and that money will get all pumped back into the men's because it's been made from the men's football. Yeah, and I understand that, and I don't think that. We should have the same wages until that is the same for women, but um, it is improving. Like there's a there's a woman who's just uh, transferred to Chelsea, and I'm pretty sure her wage is about three hundred grand a year, which obviously is nowhere near the men, but like it's a lot higher than how women's has been. 
in the past. Um, can we talk about the Women's World Cup? How good that did? Because I think that was a massive help yeah. for women and the increase in popularity of it. I was just overwhelmed to yeah. see the amount of people yeah, supporting I it. I can't say that I've like sat down and watched women's football like purposely um, until the World Cup. To fair, like and, and like before it, if it was on TV, I'd stick it on because you know I'm like I'm a Liverpool fan or I'm interested in, in this game or that game, but. For the World Cup, I, w I would say that I did definitely sit down and choose to watch it rather than flick through and just put it on. Yeah, I didn't start to watch women's football until until United um, until United uh, made the team two years ago. Yeah. And we went to such a second division. Yeah. I think it could be televised a bit more, maybe possibly on like I know the channels like LFC TV and Man United F uh, yeah, TV, uh, you have to pay for those sort of stuff yeah. and it's sometimes televised on there. But I just think BBC could make an effort to put it on the red button or something, don't they have that? You could yeah. put it on the red button. So if you are watching football and you're watching what Championship League two men's, you could think, oh, you know what, I'll watch Super League women instead. Um, I'll watch Man United versus God knows who. Yeah, that's, it. that's hard though because it's all about getting the rights for the programme. And when when... When you say you've got to pay for LFC TV, that's because they'll take the rights for that. And big, big money companies such as BBC, such as Sky, do not yet see the women's games like not necessarily worth televising 100% of the time. Um, but uh, FA Cup women's, like from quarterfinals up, is yeah, on BBC. Yeah, and upwards it's, it's on yeah. BBC, yeah. And they've been doing this season with the women, they've been having like a few matches in like the men's stadium yeah. so there's been like a, there was a Merseyside derby at Anfield yeah, there's going to be one in Goodison but it got postponed got the postponed, other day yeah. uh, and they've had uh, matches here have they had a match at the Emirates? They've yeah they've had, had one at Tottenham they've they had one yeah. at Tottenham Stadium yeah so and they've had one at Chelsea as well yeah uh, but I just think, like, for me and Caitlin, um, it's not about, like, going and getting a high wage for football. It's about yeah. because we love playing it. And I think we just... Uh, I think what the women players that play now have done really well is influence younger players to play yeah. and, you know, get a ball and just go out and kick it. Uh, because, you know, you look at sort of girls and you think, oh, yeah, they just dance, they just, you know, gymnastics, you know, something like that. You don't expect yeah. them to play sports like rugby and football, but I think we are breaking that barrier slowly uh, with mm -hmm. women's football. Yeah. Ellie, do you want to say anything? Oh, yeah. You're a dancer, aren't you? Yeah. But you played football in primary, didn't you? Yeah, I did not go. <laughs> 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 what position? Do you know what positions are? Why would you ask me that? You know, I don't know. Shy, were, you, were you the one top goal scorer? Did you have goal scorer? No. Midfielder? I was one at the back. Oh, oh. Ramos. Ramos at the back. Dude, oh, one absolutely. Totally. <laughs> right. Uh, well, we've got a lot of time left, so I thought we'd do another topic and yeah. possibly speak about what idol or you know footballer has inspired you to play, or even with you two, it could be watch football the most. You know, who has been influenced you the most? Who wants to start? Well, Go for me, I've gone. You can best. start, Caitlin. Well, for <laughs> me. Um, I've always, I mean, I know it's a bit cliche because, like, you know, one of the best in the world, but I've always loved Messi. I've always loved watching Messi. Um, I, I just, I, I, I just, I love watching him play. But in terms of women, the first uh, women's footballer that I knew that I, um, like, sort of made me want to watch women's football and things like that was actually Jordan Nobbs, uh, who plays for Arsenal uh, in England. She's a midfielder. Um, but then my favourite, my personal favourite women's football would have to be Lucy Bronze. Because, you know, she plays full-back, which is my position, and I just, 
I think she's amazing. She's. She I feel like when you look at her physically, and like she's actually really strong. She's probably just as strong as like, quite a lot of the men players. And she's one of the women for me that would I think would fit in in a her goal in the World Cup. All right, unreal, would, would, wasn't would it? you say that like possibility? Maybe not for all areas of football, but maybe if you did like there was like there, 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 there was what there was one one competition where you had to have X amount of men players and X amount of women's players. That'd be I think that'd be what's that? so like mixed teams like yeah. mixed. Um, but but as in like you couldn't just. Put your whole men's team up. Yeah, yeah. It has to be like it ha- it five. Has to, it has to be at, at least this many. Yeah. In your starting lineup, and at least this many. Yeah. I think it sounds good. Obviously, I don't think it would ever happen because it would mess with the whole like adding a new competition to football would be. Yeah. Because we've already got like the set competitions what we do, but I think it would be interesting. Or even as like a pre-season thing. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good. Because there are like hundreds of thousands of pre-season tournaments, I swear. <laughs> I think the men's and women's the Aldi team... Cup, what is that? Liverpool win know, it and then yeah. they get kicked out. <laughs> I think that we, we need to think about where do the women train? Do they train at the same place as the men's? Well, they don't for play. me, for Everton, they do. Yeah, we train we, at Finch Farm. Which you is train at Finch, do you train at Finch I Farm? I also train there, yeah. Yeah, and I train at the academy. So at Liverpool, you have Melwood where the men's team play and the under-23s, and then you have the academy where all the younger age groups train, but we do not play there. So we have to play at a university because there are no pitches for us on a Saturday, which I think is pretty shocking due to the fact that, yes, they do have a lot of younger age groups playing, but surely after about one o'clock, there is chance for us to play. And I think that's just a bit frustrating from my, I have to play at a university. Do you play one or something? I I play at like a sports centre. I don't play matches at Pitch Farm. I just think that's a bit disappointing in a way, uh, because I think... I think we should have the same rights as the boys at the academy because I think we're just as not just as good, but we we put I'm in sure, the I'm same sure, work I'm sure rate. You are just we are just as good, as good. Yeah, we are, and I think we put in the same work rate as them. And why shouldn't we get to play? Especially in the same when, especially when you're being kicked off of a pitch because the under eight, yeah, the under eight exactly. boys are having to play, and you're and I'm here like an under sixteen girl, and uh, it just it, it makes me feel like degraded. Like why are these eight year old boys exactly. being put over me? Yeah, but, but then that that comes to the thing though because. Uh, Staley today, like if you get a club opener and they go, would you drop the men's or would you drop the women's? I, I bet I, I could certainly say that 98% of people would go, I, I drop, I drop the women's. Yeah, I think, I think it's just where this has started. I mean, uh, the first time women started was actually was it World War Two when all the, uh, or World yeah. War One when all the, the men went off to fight in the war and the women decided to play so that people could still watch football. And they were selling out stadiums. They were selling out stadiums and everything. And then when the men came back, it just went back to being men. And I think if it had originated from women playing football, it's like netball is just pretty much a women's sport, isn't it? You could speak about loads of sports and say, well, men aren't allowed to play that. Men, you know, men don't have as much yeah. input in that. Just happens that we're speaking yeah. about football today. What? It yeah. Just happens no. that we're speaking about, we're speaking football, about yeah. football today. We in the sport one we're gonna do, we could be speaking about how netball's influence or you know dance. You know, we talk about Finn and things like that. Um, but I just think I'm just yeah. a bit frustrated. I think, but I think it, in a couple of years' time. It will improve it's, as it's it is. It's going to improve because it's improving now. It's, so it's, de- it it's definitely improving now. Like you can see the change even over the last two years. You yeah. can see you can see the change in the involvement in with people because you. Women's football has like reached like staggering figures for yeah. attendance. It shows people do want to watch it. They just it's like they don't put the effort into watch it. The thing so. is though, it's always going to be like that because it's a new thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's new for it to be televised. It's new for it yeah. to be promoted. And people don't like change. Yeah, it's true. 
Uh, right, so if we go around and just quickly say your idol and the reason why, and then we'll move on to our final topic. Is that all right? Because we haven't finished that. Molly, so, do you have, do you have an idol? idol? Well, I didn't really, but you know the people that we spoke to in Loughborough? Uh, one of them, Sarah, not Sarah, Rachel Unit. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's amazing, She inspired she? me a lot to, like, uh, watch women's football as well, because yeah. I watch it more now. I never used to, like, I can say that I never... And, and men's as well. Yeah. I didn't really watch a lot, but now, yeah. Yeah, that was very good. Who's your football idol? Oh, Don't say Wamba Saka. No. <laughs> Wamba Saka, he is good. Scott McTominay. Yeah, sounds a bit cringe as well, but I say CR7 Ronaldo. Oh. So it's, it's the work that you put in. I mean, to be fair, the fact that I said Messi, you said Ronaldo. Yeah, it's fair enough. Fair enough. Finn? Oh, I don't know. Um, I, honestly, I've got no clue. No clue? No, not a clue. Not a clue? Come on, there must be a Liverpool player. When I, when I was really really little i used to i used to never watch the rest of the liverpool game i'd always watch pepe reina yeah and i know that's i know that's crazy pepe reina was I'd, amazing i'd always watch crap. pepe reina and i'd always used used to steal my brother's reina shirts but now no definitely not no. probably that fabinho i love fabinho yeah i used cool. to have a, a soft foot for fabinho uh, and mine will probably be steven gerrard in the men's because you know I, I just love his work ethic and the like how he's gone from you know nothing uh, and then Alexander Arnold as well right now I would say he is uh, and then finally I'd say Lucy Bronze as well in the women's because just as Caitlin said we, we, we met we, her we, did meet we her, were yes. both just like amazed to see her like, we were just like oh my god that's our idol but uh, yeah I would definitely say her but thank you for listening the uh, podcast next week is going to be about musical theatre so I will not be making an appearance on that, as you can imagine. <laughs> I have um, to give you a opinion. <laughs> but I mean, you're you. going to watch a musical, so on Broadway as exactly. well. Get me. So thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll see you later. Bye, Bye. guys.